Welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hey, wow. Thank you so much for listening and welcome to season three of Dear Franny podcast. This season is all about you and your dating journey and your journey and your path to true love and your true love journey, which you're already on. You're just at a dating phase of your true love journey. And it's an exciting place to be. I know it doesn't always feel that way. I know that dating can feel like a chore and it can feel demoralizing. It can feel depressing. I know that many people who are single and don't want to be single find dating to be a huge inconvenience, something that you have to do and get through as quickly as possible to get to that relationship. And I want to start this season off by giving you a little reframe and really inviting you to embrace the process of dating as an important process that gives you the opportunity to develop skills that you need in order to be in a relationship that lasts. It's very easy in dating to think, okay, I just need to meet that one perfect person And when I meet that person, everything's going to work out and we're going to live happily ever after and it's going to be great. But the reality is that the skills that you get through dating, the skills of communication, of compromise, of knowing what you want, knowing what you need, of communicating that, of fulfilling another person's needs, of being vulnerable, right? Of learning to be intimate, not just physically, though that's important too, but also emotionally, right? how to co-create emotional safety with another person and physical safety and all of those things. So these are all really important elements of your relationship. And these are skills and insights that you develop through the process of dating. So I want to encourage you, if you are feeling like, oh, I hate dating and it's just something I don't want to do and I'm forced to do it until I meet that person, really to start to reframe it. I mean, if nothing else, just do it for your own peace of mind because you are dating. And if you're able to do that in a way that feels good to you and feels enjoyable and feels purposeful, you know, you're getting to connect with people and you're feeling good about that, then like, you're just going to enjoy it so much more. So I want you to enjoy this dating journey. It's not something to endure. It's something to embrace. And the sooner you embrace it, And you approach it with high level of intention, right? Knowing that we have a lot of obstacles when it comes to dating, just in terms of our mindsets about it culturally, right? And how we talk about dating. And it is something that most people consider to be a drag and a chore. And, you know, dating horror stories and talking about how hard dating is and commiserating about hard dating is, that's something that we do a lot culturally, right? And so I want you to understand that and also to start to choose a different approach and a different mindset about dating for yourself, because the sooner you're able to do that, the easier dating will become and the more enjoyable dating will become. And then it'll be so much easier for you to meet someone really special to build a beautiful relationship with. So I needed to just do that little rant about the importance of dating. And now to this week's topic. So for the next four months, I'm going to be releasing an episode of the podcast every week. So make sure if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you will be notified and you'll get all of the episodes that are upcoming. And so this weekly 
topic is something that I am stretching out. It's going to be on my social media. So I invite you to connect with me on Instagram at Dear Franny. It's going to be something that I talk about live on Clubhouse every Tuesday for True Love Tuesday. And so I invite you to connect with me on Clubhouse. I'm at Dear Franny there as well and here on the podcast. So this is week number one, and I am starting with the foundational, 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 critical, critical, critical skill of flirting and how to flirt confidently. Because flirting with confidence, once you get to the place where you can do that, oh man, you want to talk about making your dating journey easier and more fun. This is the way to do it. Those of you who have been listening to the podcast, or you know me, you work with me, or you listen to me on Clubhouse, you know how passionate I am about flirting. And the reason I'm so passionate about flirting is because number one, it's a skill and it's a skill that can be taught. All skills can be taught. They can be strengthened and learning to flirt confidently. It solves so many other problems, right? So it makes you more confident. It makes you more able to connect with other people. It makes you more magnetic to other people, right? It creates opportunities for you to meet someone just very casually as you are walking down the street, which is how I met my partner, or pumping gas or going eating at a restaurant. And all of these ways on an upcoming week soon, we're going to be talking about how to meet people in real life. But this is the foundation of that. So if you don't know how to flirt confidently, it's going to be very challenging for you to meet people in real life. And the people that you do meet will tend to be people who are viewing you as a bit of a challenge, right? Like, ooh, that person seems kind of guarded. And so they want to kind of knock down that wall, don't really want to invite that energy. So I want you to really, really embrace flirting as something that is going to serve you so very well. So there are some main purposes of flirting. So we all know that flirting and the way that we think about it generally is about conveying romantic or sexual interest in someone. You see somebody, you meet someone, you're attracted to them, and then you flirt with them so they know that you're attracted to them, right? That's one purpose of flirting really important one. And then there's also a very underrated, highly underrated, but really, really important, really important purpose of flirting. And for those of you who are not comfortable with flirting, I really, really want you to focus on this one. Okay. Well, there's a few that I want you to focus on, but this is the first one, which is sparking chemistry sparking chemistry. So it's not about just seeing somebody that you're attracted to and saying, Ooh, I want this person to know that I'm attracted to them. So I'm going to flirt with them. This is also about sparking chemistry. So you go on that date, you know, maybe you connect with someone online and you don't have the instant lightning bolt, but I don't want you to just check out and say, Oh, well, not instantly attracted because that instant chemistry is a highly unreliable indicator of long-term compatibility anyway. And we're going to be talking about dating patterns soon. And if you have an unwanted dating pattern, just relying on that instant chemistry is only going to perpetuate that pattern and keep you stuck in that pattern. So starting to recognize that chemistry is not just this force that exists outside of you and it has nothing to do with you. You are actually co-creating chemistry. Now, it's just that typically you might be co-creating it from a subconscious place, right? So it feels like, oh my God, this is just happening, but it's not just happening. It's just that 
you're on a subconscious level, that person that you are having that chemistry, that instant connection with, you are each other's missing puzzle piece, right? So there's some piece of the puzzle. That's how we get into patterns. And so if you have a pattern, especially that doesn't serve you and not dating at all is a pattern as well, by the way, you know, uh, being attracted to unavailable people is a pattern. Being with people who love bomb you and at the beginning it's they're all hot and heavy and everything is great and you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and then as things get progressed then you know they wind up pulling back and ghosting you that's a pattern right there's all sorts of different patterns and none of this is to blame for patterns and as i said we're going to be talking about that in an upcoming episode and topic for the week but I want you to understand that you also have the power when you're showing up with intention and presence and the curiosity to see, hmm, can I spark a connection with this other person? That is when dating really, really starts to open up to you and you are no longer reliant on the instant and you start to see your power to co-create that chemistry. And it's really powerful when you can see that you can do that. And I promise that you can. And as I mentioned in the beginning, you know, dating is not just this thing to get through because it gives you all of these really great skills. Now, flirting, the third purpose of flirting I want to share with you is maintaining chemistry. So once you've met the person, once you're in the relationship, now what are you doing to keep that spark going? So if you don't know how to flirt, if you're not comfortable with flirting, then it's going to be really challenging for you to do that within your relationship. We think that the relationship is gonna solve everything, but it's not true. Flirting is a skill, so it's your responsibility to develop that skill, and it's going to serve you once you're in a relationship. And then these last two purposes of flirting that I wanna share with you, this is again for those of you who are less comfortable and less confident about flirting. So first we have playfulness, and just the playfulness, the energy of that, the excitement of that, it's something that it really activates you in a really good way. And it makes you more magnetic. It makes dating more fun. It makes it more likely that you're going to meet someone really special. So that playfulness, again, moving away from this idea that dating is this heavy chore. How can you make it fun? How can you make it playful, exciting, and engaging? Uh, You can do that through flirting. That's how you can do it. (laughs) And then the last purpose of flirting is confidence, right? So that's what I'm talking about here. How do you flirt more confidently, right? How do you get that confidence? So it's a little bit of a catch 22 because by practicing the flirting, that is going to give you more confidence. And so there is a leap of faith that is required for you to start to practice and knowing that it's going to be uncomfortable. (laughs) It's going to feel uncomfortable at first, but it's totally, totally worth it. So to recap really quickly, the five purposes of flirting that I just shared with you are conveying romantic or sexual interest in someone once you already know that you have that interest, sparking chemistry, right? So that co-creating chemistry with someone who maybe there wasn't the initial, initial attraction, but it was able to spark and to grow. Maintain Maintaining chemistry once you're in a relationship and that initial excitement starts to fade because it does, right? But if you are committed to actively maintaining that chemistry, then you can do that. And then playfulness, right? Bringing the fun, bringing the lightness, bringing the excitement to dating. Flirting helps you with that so much. And then lastly, confidence. Confidence is so sexy. Confidence is so sexy. Confidence 
feels so good, right? I mean, who doesn't want to feel more confident in any endeavor? Just imagine if you could double the amount of confidence you feel in dating or triple the amount of confidence you feel in dating, how much would that help you, right? How good would that feel? So when I talk about flirting, the way that I define flirting is as actions and behaviors designed to make another person feel seen, special, acknowledged, and desired. And when it comes to flirting, there are different styles of flirting. There's different stages of flirting, right? The way that you're going to flirt with somebody in line at the coffee shop is likely going to be different than the way you're flirting with your partner who you've been with for five years, right? You know, there's different levels. When you're thinking about those initial meetings, those initial moments, even though I said the purpose of flirting, the the real core, the definition of flirting is those actions and behaviors designed to make another person feel seen, special, acknowledged, and desired. So the desired part, that's the part where when you are just getting to know someone, when you're just meeting someone, when you, you know, you're doing this dance of seeing if you can spark some chemistry, I don't want you to focus on the desired part. It's really about the seen, the special, and the acknowledged, okay? So the desired, that comes later because sometimes you're going to be flirting with someone who you don't even know if you're attracted to them yet, right? And it's exploration. So when you just start to see it that way, okay, how can I start to make other people feel seen, special, and acknowledged? And you can't make another person feel any way. So it's not that, you know, it's going to work every time. But if you go in with that intention, you will start to see things shift. So here's what I want. I want to give you five little steps that I want you to start to practice so you can see this in action. So number one, you know, eye contact is the foundation of flirting. It is the foundation of flirting, okay? There's different styles of flirting. I have a workshop that I recorded called Ready, Set, Swoon, and it is a flirting workshop. It's a deep dive into flirting and how to develop your own flirting style, and it's on demand. So I will have a link in the show notes so you can purchase that workshop if you'd like. It's also in the link, my bio and Instagram and all of the places. You can also go to the website spreadtruelove.com, spreadtruelove.com. And there's links to lots of different you know resources I have there, but including Ready, Set, Swoon, the flirting workshop. So I want to give you that plug if you want to go deeper, because this isn't really about all of the different styles of flirting, but I go into it in the workshop. But for now, just know that there are different styles of flirting. You can be very attentive. You can be very overt. You can be playful and teasing. You can be formal. You can be complimentary. There's different ways to flirt. And when you're thinking about these early days and as you're working on building up your confidence, I really want you to focus on two things. Well, three things actually. Eye contact, that's number one. So really understanding that, yeah, eye contact, it feels vulnerable. It feels intimate because it is, and that's why it's so powerful. So I want you to just start desensitizing yourself to any resistance you have to looking people in the eye, smiling at them, talking to them while you're still looking them in the eye. You can start practicing this, you know, at the supermarket with your coworkers, when you're, you know, walking your dog and you come across your neighbor. I want you to just start practicing that eye contact 
And obviously you're not going to do it with everyone, especially if you live in a big city, like you would never get down the street, but look for those opportunities and don't wait until you see someone you're attracted to. Just start practicing it. You know, forget about the gender, forget about the age. If you're very uncomfortable with eye contact, I want you to desensitize yourself to that. That's the first thing. So making that eye contact, smiling, holding it till it's uncomfortable. It is a muscle and it's something that it sounds so basic, but it's really, really powerful. So the second thing is the attentiveness that I want you to start to bring to your interactions with people. So what I mean is, you know, for instance, when you are checking out at a counter and they're like, oh, how's your day? And you're like, oh, fine. And you're not really paying attention. And, you know, you're just trying to pay for your purchases and get out and probably not even really looking at the salesperson who's talking to you. And, you know, we've all been there. We've all done that. But I would love for you to start to treat those moments as opportunities to be more present and to be more attentive to the person who is in front of you. Because I promise you, by the way, that there are many, many people who would be very, very happy to date you, who you have encountered in your life, just going about your life. And there was no opening for that to spark into anything. So bringing your attention, right? Just being more present, really looking at people, just take that moment to say, yeah, you know, it's been a long day, but you know, it's been a pretty good day. How are you? And look them in the eye and actually care about the answer. It's that attentiveness. We all love Love that when we can feel that somebody is actually, you know, they're really seeing us in a respectful way, in a very present way, it feels good. It might feel a little uncomfortable and a little vulnerable, like, oh, wow, I feel seen. But ultimately, we all crave that on a soul level. So I want you to practice that eye contact, the attentiveness. And then also the third thing on this practice front is to really be mindful of your body language. So just be mindful of, you know, how much are you kind of protecting yourself, maybe crossing your arms, folding your legs, turning away from people. How can you start to be a little bit more upright, be a little bit more relaxed? shoulders back, you know, standing up straight, turning towards people when you're communicating with them, just start to bring some more attention to your body language. Okay. That was point number one. It had three in one, but I really want you to practice, practice the eye contact, the attentiveness, and be mindful of that body language. And you can start practicing that right now. You don't have to wait until you see somebody you're attracted to. You can just start making it a habit, just how you show up in the world. Because the more you show up in the world like that, the more you're recording the serendipity of making a really great connection with another person. And as I mentioned, I met my partner walking down the street and that is not something that I ever, ever, ever would have been able to do if I had not gotten really comfortable with flirting, okay? So number one, practice. Number two, really play with figuring out your own kind of flirting style, right? So I gotta give another plug for my workshop, Ready, Set, Swoon, because this is part of what it covers. It's like, how do you start to determine what style feels good to you, feels natural to you. Now it might be uncomfortable because you're pushing yourself and may feel that like that thrill, that excitement, that nervousness, but it's easy to think that there's only one way to flirt and that's not true. So really remembering that the foundation of flirting is, you know, making another person feel seen, special and acknowledged. And there are a lot of different ways to do that. So I want you to play with how does that work for you? So for an example, for me, when I was teaching myself how to flirt, because I had to teach myself because there was no such thing as a podcast to tell me about it back then. I realized that I was really good at being very attentive and really giving my focus 
energy and attention to someone and I could see and I started to see on dates because I was practicing this. I'd go on dates and I'd be really present and really attentive and I could see that people would start to like receive that energy and give it back to me. And for most of my adult life, since I learned how to flirt, I really didn't have bad dates because, well, first of all, I was good at who I selected to go on a date with in the first place, but I got so good at giving that energy on a date and getting that energy back that even if we weren't a match, it was just that time that we were together, it was just really connected. So I want you to just feel that out for yourself. The third thing, I want you to really pay attention to other people's reactions. So when you're showing up with that presence, when you are asking someone how they're doing and you're actually, you know, looking at them and listening to the answer and, you know, you're being really present with them, see how that starts to shift people's energy and your energy with them. Even in a small moment, like while somebody, you know, you're checking out at the supermarket, it's a subtle, but it's a powerful shift that starts to happen. And I want you to observe it for yourself. So you can start to, again, really see your power and your influence in your energetic exchange with other people. And then the fourth thing is that I want you to be very intentional about dating. So yes, I want you to just go out into the world and just start, you know, showing up with this more presence, this more intention, this more attentiveness. But I also want you to date, okay? Because dating is very important, as we've already talked about. And I want you to be very intentional, right? Intentional about who you're dating, intentional about choosing people who are not coming on super strong, right? They're not making it all about sex or this or that, because that's not not a good sign, first of all. If you're looking for a committed long-term relationship, leading with that is generally speaking, not a great sign, right? So I want you to start to be like, okay, well, if somebody's coming, maybe this isn't the person for me to practice flirting with, right? The person for you to practice flirting with is a person who is very consistent and they're very respectful and they're giving you some indication that there's some emotional safety safety there, right? And then I want you to show up and be very intentional about, you know, challenging yourself. Okay, can I spark chemistry with this person on this date? If I, you know, while I'm sitting here, what actions can I take, right, to make that more likely? So bringing that intention. And then the last thing is I want you to make sure that as you're going through the world and you're practicing and you are starting to make eye contact, and it doesn't matter if you're not doing things, quote unquote, perfectly, because there is no perfect. I want you to give yourself credit. Give yourself credit for trying. Give yourself credit for starting to shift your perspective and your awareness. Give yourself credit for pushing outside of your comfort zone because the only way that we truly build confidence in anything in life is by doing something that's hard, doing something that pushes us, that stresses us, right? That stretches us. And then we give ourselves credit for doing it. If we do the action, if we do the hard thing, but we never stop to say, oh, wow, I did that. Wow, that was hard, but I did it anyway. Then we don't get confident. Then we're just chasing, 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 looking for confidence and validation to come outside of ourselves, right? Which is a bottomless pit. You'll never get enough validation from other people to compensate for the lack of validation that you give yourself. So I want you to really get in the habit of giving yourself that validation. It's an act of self-love, okay? You get to choose to treat yourself with love and I want you to make that choice. So give yourself that credit and the more that you do that, 
the more that you will find that your confidence is growing and growing. So to recap your homework, number one, I want you to practice that eye contact, the attentiveness, your body language. Number two, I want you to really feel out a style of flirting that feels really thrilling to you and really natural for you, something that you can lean into and really get stronger and more confident in. Number three, I want you to start bringing your attention to other people's reactions and how the energy starts to shift when you show up differently with them. Number four, I want you to be very intentional about your dating choices and really set intentions for yourself when you go on dates, right? Like what is the goal of this date? Can I spark a connection with this other person? Can I learn something about this other person? Can I share something about myself with this other person? And then last but not least, please, please give yourself credit. You deserve it. Okay. You deserve credit for listening to this podcast because there are a lot of people who really struggle with dating and they don't actually ever do anything to try to get better at it. And they don't take the time to listen to a podcast or to read a book or to work with a coach or to really strengthen their knowledge. And you are doing that for yourself right now. And I'm proud of you and I want you to be proud of yourself. So I hope that this has been helpful. I would love to hear from you. If you did enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on social media. As I mentioned, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I so appreciate your ratings, your reviews. I so appreciate you for listening and I hope that you will join me on Clubhouse. And if you haven't yet been on Clubhouse, trust me, it's great. It's all live audio. You can just sit and listen. You don't have to participate, but the conversations are fantastic. And I highly, highly encourage that you join us for True Love Tuesday, which is every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Each week we'll be covering the week's topic. So I invite you to join for that and I will see you next week. So wherever you are in the world. Stay safe, stay healthy, and happy dating. Bye.